Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka Five Minute Major, and welcome to a special off season edition of HV Pucks. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. You do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. You know, one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. I first met Jamie Latassa while up at Brewster Ice Arena. He was standing on the bench during a Lady Bulldogs 19U practice. We got to talking, and I found out that he is the head coach of the New York Havoc roller hockey team and the Mayapak roller hockey team. And during the summer, he takes his players to different local and national tournaments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as I chat with Jamie Latassa. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major. And I'm pleased to be joined by Jamie Latassa. Uh, Jamie and I first met at Brewster Ice Arena. Uh, he is the team manager and assistant coach for the Brewster Lady Bulldogs 19U team. We got to talking, and uh, he mentioned that he also is a coach with some roller hockey teams here in the Hudson Valley. So I, uh, you know, I wanted to jump at the opportunity to get him on. So Jamie, thank you so much for taking the time out to be with me tonight. Oh, it's a pleasure. Uh, let's jump right in. Can you please share your hockey resume with the listeners? Uh, well, I've been coaching hockey for about eighteen years now. I started with uh, Mayapak roller hockey um, as a rec coach and kind of built my way up to a travel coach where I coach now at the uh, national level um, for the New York Havoc, which is a team that was kind of like uh, came out of the Mayapak Roller Hockey League. And uh, I've, as you mentioned, also been coaching ice hockey. I coached rec ice hockey at the Brewster Ice Arena uh Coached a little bit for the Somers North Salem modified team during the uh, in-house spring league. And uh, I was asked a few years ago by Lou Petitella to join on as the team manager and assistant coach for the Brewster Lady Bulldogs, which I'm still coaching. Nice. Um, what do you enjoy most? I mean, you said 18 years you've been coaching. What do you enjoy most about coaching hockey? Well, as I thought, I... I always think about this question, and even though I work with like teenagers a lot, I, I like watching them when they start very small, five, four, five years old. We do an Adams Clinic in Mayapak, teaching kids how to skate. Many of uh, my roller players who've been with me for a number of years help out, and uh, it's just great seeing the kids move up along. A lot of the players who played with, say, Mayapak Varsity actually came through the Mayapak Royal Hockey System, and it's really nice seeing them not only go through high school, but go up through the uh, college ranks. 
Yeah, you know, I I don't know if you know my background. I'm a school counselor down in Suffren, and, uh, you know, I've been doing this since uh, the late 90s. And again, there's definitely nothing more rewarding than seeing, you know, young people grow and develop and pursue their dreams. So, you know, whether it's certainly in the academic realm or, or, you know, on the ice. Um, Can you talk to us a little bit? You mentioned that you're the coach for the New York Havoc, which I guess is the national roller hockey team. And then there's also the Mayapak roller hockey team, which is in-house. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, yeah, the Mayapak Roller Hockey League, which is through Carmel Recreation, uh, started about 18 years ago. I kind of got involved when the league first started. And it's an in-house program. Uh, We start from the Adams, which is the smallest kids. Some of them can't even skate all the way up. Um, My son Trevor, who uh, used to skate with Hen Hud, now actually coaches the Adams with me. Uh, and he's doing an outstanding job, you know, like very proud to say. And uh, from there, we actually started with the travel program. It was first called, you know, Mayapak Roll Hockey, but we switched it over to the New York Havoc because we now have kids coming from different areas who joined us. So we decided to kind of encompass it to make it New York Havoc. We have kids from, you mentioned Suffern, we have kids from Long Island who play with us, uh, Connecticut, uh, uh, Orange County, Rockland County, uh, far away is Rhode Island. Wow. Um, are there a lot of teams in this in the area, Jamie? What's like the level of competition like, would you say? Well, there's several rec programs. Uh, Monroe uh, has a rec program still. Uh, Austin still has a rec program besides us, and I believe Pauling does too. It used to be a lot bigger, but now many of the teams go on the uh, roller hockey tournament circuit. Um, there's teams like um, the New Jersey Grizzlies, uh, the uh, Rink Ratman, Mission Black Ice, and the Tour Roadrunners, who both come out of Long Island. Uh, Teamworks, who comes out of um, Rhode Island, and uh, Fire Ants out of Connecticut. And we kind of see them during the tournament season. Right. And it, and is it safe to say it's the tournament season now? Because I know before we started recording, you mentioned you're going out to Pennsylvania this coming weekend, and you were at State Wars earlier in the summer. So is this considered right. the, the tournament season? Yeah, we're kind of like wrapping up the tournament season now. It usually ends uh, as a lot of the kids are getting ready to go back to school. Okay. Uh, Her, the Hershey, we call it the Hershey tournament. It's uh, out of uh, it's in New Cumberland, Pennsylvania, and been doing that tournament now for oh, must be about ten years. And that's kind of like the wrap up of the roller hockey season. Okay. Then we turn our attention right to ice. Right. Um, how many teams would you say are going to be out there in Hershey this weekend? Just rough guess uh, well we're going to my team is going to be in the adult silver division and i believe there's eight teams in the adults okay uh, i know the 18 U's have i think five teams out there that starts on friday it was a little bit more difficult for us to go out there on a friday evening so we opted to go for the adult silver division uh on sunday okay well, listen, safe travels out there and good luck to the squad. Um, how did you guys wind up doing at State Wars? I know that that's out in Missouri. Yeah, State Wars, which is uh, my favorite of all the tournaments, um, we didn't do as well as we'd like. We got eliminated in the quarterfinals. You know, overtime was kind of a heartbreaking loss to mm. Texas. 
uh, doesn't dampen my feelings about the tournament. It, it definitely is my favorite. There's just something about playing teams from different states representing your own state. Now they have actually countries that come. We played against uh, the United Kingdom. We've played against France. We've played against uh, uh, Colombia. There's a number of teams that come out there, including a team from Korea. Wow. And uh, it, it's as I said, it's just kind of like more prideful when you have the NY on your chest there. And we've had some success there. We won the bronze medal in our uh, the boys' division, which girls also play on. In uh, uh, last year, was it? And then a couple of years ago, we actually won the gold medal in the girls' division. Nice. And we had four girls uh, from this area who actually were on that team. Gianna Brigante, Shannon Barry, who both played with Mayapac Varsity and the Lady Bulldogs. Right. Ashley McDonald, who was uh, up at uh, Dutchess County. Okay. And uh, Catherine Crowley, who played her high school in Monroe. Nice. Um, you know, and I credit you for turning me on to State Wars on Instagram. I've been following them and enjoying all the coverage. Um What's the biggest difference? Because I know you coach both ice and roller. In your opinion, Jamie, biggest differences between playing ice and playing roller? Um, well, the main, the biggest difference, which I tell everybody, is I think roller hockey is a more sociable sport. Meaning, when you play roller hockey, you're playing. You can play two, three, four games in a day. Right. Um, we don't. We don't play games you don't go travel to a town play a game and then go home when you go to the turn you kind of like go on the tournament circuit okay and you're playing a, a number of games and in between games many of the players kind of stick around the rink and get to know each other um somebody who might be playing for against me one tournament may be playing with me the next tournament okay um we also i basically am a big believer in trying to get girls to play hockey. Absolutely. Uh, Thus working with the Lady Bulldogs and the two girls who've been with me the longest, Gianna and Shannon, the two Mayapak girls, have been playing with me for eight, nine years and have represented themselves very well during the world hockey seasons. Um, it's also four and four as compared to five on five. Okay. So it's more wide open. There's sure. no checking. There's no icing. There's no offsides. So if you get down two goals real quickly, it's like, okay, we got a lot of time to come back here because these games could, you know, ending 6-5, 8-6, and that's kind of like par for the course. Right. Uh, is, it, is it three periods? It's two halves. Two halves. Okay. And how long is each half? Well, it depends. If you're playing, um, it depends on the tournament. But most of the time, the, uh, the halves, anytime between 12 and 15 minutes per half. Okay. Um, is there any advice you can share with you know people who are going to be listening, players that are going to be listening, in terms of making the transition from ice to roller or vice versa? Well, uh, you know, maybe it's, some, as a, it's kind of funny. You've had some players who've been able to make the transition from ice to roller very easily. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, and once again, we do a little name dropping here. Uh, Brett Hansen, who played oh, sure. with Ken Hud this year. Yeah, I had. I had Brett yeah, on. I had Brett on my show last year. Yep. Yeah, he's been. He plays with me quite a bit. Great. Um, he plays goalie with me a lot. Oh, nice. Um, even though he's, I know, an outstanding uh, forward. Uh, Dylan Tolbert, who played with um, Brewtown yep. as goalie, he actually skated with me. Interesting. Um, he's actually. 
Dylan's actually coming with me to uh, Hershey this weekend. Oh, great. Send him Thanks. my best. He he was on my show. He and actually Brett, I, I originally had Dylan scheduled to come on right before we started recording. He goes, hey, is it all right if Brett comes on? I said, absolutely. So we did Dylan's interview, then we switched right to Brett. So, yeah, please send them both my regards if you see him. Now we have a couple, yeah, a couple other players. Um, one who made who made the transition very easily, but as a skater, um, you know Abby Ives. Absolutely. Yeah, she's played with me several uh, several seasons. She played with me once again. She was a skater, not a goalie, with me because goaltending is a little bit different. You don't slide when right. you're a goal goalie. It's kind of you know it's not ice. So she doesn't want to kind of like mess up her mojo as far as goaltending is concerned. But she loved playing roller hockey and she had beautiful hands she could score from anywhere but then i had other players who had a little bit more difficult time adjusting last year we played a tournament nutmeg we ended up winning the gold medal in the 18 years one of my players though rj laspina who played with somers sure he actually had a very, he had a difficult time he got better as the as the as the tournament progressed but he you know he First couple times out there, he actually fell down because he wasn't used to being on wheels. Hmm. I can I can imagine that uh, there's definitely a learning curve. Um, what do you look for in a hockey player? Well, what I like to do, and uh, the players who know me know this, is I like to I I will take a person who's more of a team player over a skilled player if that's the way to do it because i've noticed sometimes when you got players who are just very individual they don't play in a team oriented type of way and they may have tempers and stuff like this i don't like those type of players on my team roller hockey is as i said before a very social sport so i'm looking for kids who get along want to go out want to enjoy themselves and want to have a little fun and they put the team before anything else right and that's the way after the game, after the tournament's over, after the day is over, we can all sit back, relax, go out for pizza, have a few laughs, win or lose. Right. Now, it sounds like you're, you've, you know, you've created a, a real positive family atmosphere. Um, and I, I hope to be able to come out and check out some of these games at some point. Uh, Jamie, what makes, in your opinion, what makes a successful hockey coach? Well, I've noticed a couple, you know, different styles of coaching. What I what I kind of noticed, like down the once again, I'm going to stick mostly to roller hockey sure. here, is that the roller hockey coaches got to know that a lot of these players are ice hockey players who want to just have a little fun during the summertime. Sure. So you got to be a little patient with them. You just got to kind of understand that um, I don't believe in yelling, screaming, hollering at the players. Like I, I talk to them a little bit. I tell them what they did wrong. If they're getting a little upset, give them a little space. So just kind of be patient, understand. Mm -hmm. And I I really do not like to kind of like berate the players on the bench. I like to kind of like, you know, be a little bit more of a father figure than a disciplinarian. Sure, you want to empower them. You want to boost them up, build them up, as opposed to tearing them down. Basically, yeah. I'm I'm all for that. Favorite me- now I know the season's not really over yet, and you can certainly include any any thoughts from the Lady Bulldogs season too. Favorite memories or moments so far from the season? Well, with the Lady Bulldogs, uh, 
one of the favorite moments is when we got the one of the at-large bids to participate in nationals, and that was our third straight year of going to nationals. Many of the girls that we had were, you know, graduating high school, going right. off to college this year. So we spent three years together, um, and each year we made nationals. That's great. And we also won two state championships with that. The uh, we uh, for roller hockey, one of the high points. We won the we won the. Um, uh, we won medals, and we, I brought two different teams with me to the same division in, in Nutmeg because I had so many players who wanted to play. And we came in second and third, unfortunately. Didn't win it. But I thought it was great that both the teams, um, that we had so many kids who wanted to play with the New York Havoc team. And the game that we played, the two New York Havoc teams, we called them New York Havoc East and West. They had to play against each other in Nutmeg. And I was actually running from bench to bench, <laughs> trying to keep an eye on them. And right. uh, it, it was a great game. The game ended up as a one-goal game. And that was one of my favorite. Then, then one of the other things, like, kind of, like individual things, as I said before, I like to see the kids growing. And I saw with the Lady Bulldogs uh, a number of them um, getting uh, – making rosters for college hockey teams. Sure, yeah. Gianna, Gianna Brigante, who I mentioned before, who's been playing with me for about 10 years, uh, got asked to play at SUNY Buffalo, where she's going up to play this year. That's great. So she made, made me promise that when Winter Wars came around, which is a night roller hockey tournament in March, that I'd bring her back down for it. All right. That's that's see again. You establish these relationships with the players. You watch them grow. You watch them develop. They go off to college, but then they still want to come back and uh, and skate around, do a little roller. Um, yeah. Biggest challenge, Jamie. Biggest challenge you face as a coach. Well, one thing that always is a challenge is, and I'm sure a lot of coaches talk to you about this, is the parents. Yep. You gotta, you know, some of their some of their kids. They think they're going to be Wayne Gretzky, and they're not. And you have to kind of like gently tell them, right? You got to have realistic um, goals set for your child. You don't live your past through the kids. They, you know, let them be their own players. So sure. dealing with the parents, with the Lady Bulldogs, I was very blessed, and I do use that term blessed to have a great group of parents who allowed uh, me and uh, Coach Lou and Coach Mike to coach the team the way we wanted to, and they always supported us. We never had a problem with these girls, this group of girls, with the parents, and that's really the biggest, you know, biggest problem. Yeah, I mean, again, whether it's athletics, whether it's education, I know a lot of times they're intertwined. Um, I would agree that sometimes parents make it the most challenging. Um, Jamie, Jamie, what advice would you give someone who's interested in getting into coaching? Uh, Well, the advice is I got into coaching because one day I was laying on the couch and my wife takes the phone call and I hear her say, oh yeah, my husband would love uh, helping coach. That's how I actually started. (laughs) My wife volunteered me. Right. And when you start a coaching, you start at the, you know, I, I suggest getting right into the high-level coaching is kind of tough. Start from the, you know, the bottom up, kind of like learn a little bit. And it really, you just got to have a love for the game, a love for the kids. And you will find out that you can devote more time to it than you realize. 
All right, that's great advice. Um, Jamie, can you describe the state of hockey? And again, whether it's roller, whether it's ice, the whole ball of wax, can you describe the state of hockey in the Hudson Valley, in your opinion? Well, um, for roller hockey, I think the Manpac Roller Hockey League has been, the travel program has been strong for the last uh, several years. I'm hoping to keep it growing. We're hoping to get the, you know, the rec one, was actually much larger about 10 years ago and it's kind of tailed off and i really wish the rec league would kind of build up a little bit more about that as far as the state of hockey for ice hockey i'm mostly as i said i'm mostly involved with girls ice hockey and i am very happy with the number of girls that signed up this year for the lady bulldogs including quite a few roller hockey players who actually went out for the team. I think the Lady Bulldogs have five different teams this year competing, and I could, it may even be more than that. Um, so I think girls hockey is definitely on the rise. I heard that they're thinking about the girls hockey, doing a girls high school hockey yep. league, which I'm yeah, very they're... happy about. I think that would be a great idea. Um, so I, I hope it continues to be strong. I mean, Long Island always laughed when I talked to the players in Long Island that just says, you know, they, they kind of boast that they have the better roller hockey players, but mm. they admit that we have better ice hockey players. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you mentioned the the high school, the girls' high school um, ice hockey league. I know that they're looking to start as a as a club league this year with some mergers and some combined teams. They're still putting the finishing touches on all that. Hopefully by the end of September, we'll know exactly what we're dealing with. But they've really made a lot of progress, a lot of positive buzz and traction surrounding girls hockey. And I'm thrilled to hear that whether it's roller, whether it's ice with the lady, Brewster Lady Bulldogs, that um, hockey among girls, because I have two girls of my own, is growing. Um, uh, three more questions, Jamie, before I let you go. Favorite professional, favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Uh, this is an easy question. That'd be Trevor Linden. Ooh, I actually, I actually was such a big fan of his. I named my son after him. <laughs> what are your thoughts on? Uh, didn't didn't he? He was involved with the Canucks at one point, but didn't he just leave recently? I think. Yeah, he just left yeah. as the, uh, uh, the president of the com- of the team. He yeah. sure, I, he was also on the Islanders for a couple of years. I was right. a fan of his before that. But as I said, I just he he wasn't like gifted like Wayne Gretzky or Mario Lemieux, but he took whatever he had and he always made the best of it. And right. I just admired him. Sure. Time for that. That, dude, excellent qualities. You know, you may not have all the talent in the world, but you're going to make the most and the best with what you've been given. Um, favorite professional hockey team? Islanders. Okay. And yes, and yes, the John Tavares thing crushed me. Yeah, I was, I, you know, I remember I was down at my brother-in-law's house down in Jersey and it's July 1st, as you remember, it's a Sunday, and I just found myself, and I'm a Ranger fan, I just found myself continuing to scroll through Twitter, refresh, 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 you know, watching and waiting to see where Tavares wound up, and uh, I was up in Toronto a couple of weeks ago at the Hockey Hall of Fame, and they had Islander Tavares jerseys 50% off, so <laughs> I'm sure um, it, it was it was a tough pill to swallow, but you've got the new arena. You've got a lot of young talent. You have arguably the best general manager in the game. You've got. Yeah, I know that's what a lot of people said. It's kind of like they traded Toronto Tavares for uh, for Lou uh, Lamarillo. For Lamarillo, right. in the long run, we may we'll probably end up better off with that. Right. 
So we'll 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 see. My son, who I have another son who's a Ranger fan, and he he didn't even mention it to me. He said he was just worried how I would take it. Um, and last question, Jamie. If Jamie Latassa wasn't a hockey coach, he'd be a. Well, if you ask my wife this question, she'd say he'd be as bored as hell. <laughs> Because I devote so much time to it. Right. Um, I'm actually not even sure. I'd probably be devoting just more time to spending with my family. Okay. Um, and as I said, I do, you know, one of my sons is now coaching hockey with That's me. That's great. Um, That's great. And, but it's, it's uh, yeah, I'm not even really sure if it's what I'd be doing in the summers especially. Right without roller hockey it's just become such a huge part of my life well you know i started this show two years ago and i definitely uh understand where you're coming from you know once the high school hockey season ends there's like this void in my life i'm not running to brewster i'm not running to sporto i'm not heading up to buffalo for the state tournament so you know that's why i'm looking for hockey wherever i can find it so i really do appreciate you taking the time out to chat with me tonight i've been talking with jamie latassa uh, he is the head coach for the New York Havoc roller hockey team. He's also a coach with the Mayapack Roller Hockey League. And he's team manager and assistant coach with the Brewster Lady Bulldogs uh, 19U um, hockey team. So, Jamie, thank you again. Best of luck this weekend out in Pennsylvania. And um, I'm, I'll, I'm, I'll see you at the rink for sure. Thank you, Travis. All right. Be well. Be well, too. This is Brian Riley head hockey coach at Army West Point, and you are listening to the HV Pucks podcast, available for free download on Google Play, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Now, back to the show. As the horn sounds on this special off-season edition of HV Pucks, I want to let you know some of the topics for future podcasts. I had the opportunity to chat with Haley Lunny, Abby Ives, and Kelly McMorrow, All three of them call the Hudson Valley home and are continuing to play women's hockey at the collegiate level. Haley is at Providence College, Abby attends Quinnipiac University, and Kelly is starting at Nazareth College in the fall. Nick Guberti and Tom Natoli are two local guys who both served as emergency backup goalies at Madison Square Garden, and I can't wait to talk to them about this amazing experience. And if there are topics that you'd like me to address, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. My plan is to release at least one episode per month until the local college hockey teams start back up again in late September. HV Pucks will then return to its regular weekly format once the high school season begins in late November. And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the new full-length album, Out of Time, by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The new album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can also find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. My GoFundMe campaign is entitled uh, HV Pucks Fund, and thanks to your generosity, I was able to establish a scholarship for graduating seniors in memory of Dick Kittle, who was a longtime off-ice official and fixture in the Mamaroneck sports community. Every donation, no matter how large or small, will help me maintain the scholarship while also providing the best independent hockey coverage possible. I hope you enjoyed this special off-season edition of HV Pucks. 
This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.